what are you on about? Hello there, you little freaks. Welcome to episode four of What Are You On About? The podcast where, I, I don't know, I keep saying we don't know what we're talking about, but I think it's video games and uh, generally just being <laughs> mean to fictional characters. That's <laughs> kind of, it. Yeah, yeah. Still, it. still suck my balls, Paddington Bear, like all eight <laughs> of them. Dickhead. Yeah, you're an absolute dick. Um, I, I'm, your, uh, I, I'm one of your hosts, uh, Dean Dobbs. I'm joined by the wonderful Tom Bartlett. Hello. And uh, who is not joining us is Paddington Bear. Um, yeah. We got, we got an off, email off. from him. Did you see? I didn't. I immediately put it into junk. Yeah. So I saw that. Uh, <laughs> so, and I went, well, why have we got junk already? I was like, we shouldn't be getting spam. But I saw it. It was, uh, it was called, it was from P Bear 69, which I thought was a bit strange. Mm. But then um, it was him just, uh, yeah, he was, he was just, he was very sad. He, um, yeah. he, uh, he kind of wanted us to apologize. And, um, he did. He he wanted us to record a YouTube apology. Yes, and he specifically asked it to be in black and white as well. Which, yeah, uh, weird. Yeah, he really wanted us to sell. It almost like he was getting a bit of a kick out of it. Like yeah. almost like kind of convinced that we were actually going to do it. Yeah. No, I think he's. I think he's a bit of a wrongen. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's one of those like behind the scenes things. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, we have friends who work in the industry. We've not heard anything yet about him. Mm, yeah, I'll keep my ear to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll put some. What, is it? what does he like? Marmalade. Marmalade. I'll put some marmalade around my door, you know, trapping. Yeah, see you know if what he I mean? comes a sniffing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he might just be some weird on the street who likes marmalade. <laughs> or some bees. Yeah, or some, oh yeah, bees as well. But yeah, so long story short, Pennington, um, you're not going to get an apology. I'm not going to apologise to anyone who listened to um, that episode expecting an apology. There were a few people on the Discord who thought I was a little bit mean. And um, Yeah, well, they can they can be on the fucking list as well. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my friend uh, my friend Joe um yeah I think you've met him a former housemate yeah 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 he uh he recently listened to them I was on the phone with him uh, the other day and uh he was like he went it was really nice he goes I've, I've it's just like a conversation I can't be a part of and then he went and that's podcasting and that's but yeah exactly and he was like are you serious you've seriously never seen the Paddington movies and I went no and he went it's a good it's a good get laid movie and I went what would you mean by that? And he went, That's... it's good vibes. <laughs> he was like, it's good vibes. I went, oh, so we were gonna, you're going to watch the film and then... Right. He goes, no, not during. You can't fuck whilst Paddington's talking in the back. Roll over, I want to look at his face while I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Joe. Um, I'm bringing this up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, um, sorry, Paddington. That's where I wanted to start. Uh, how you been doing anyway, man? Yeah, man, I've been I've been good, good. I've sunburnt the top of my big bald head. So, oh. do you want me to give it a kiss? Yeah, if you would. Mm-hmm. What are you on about? You on about? So, Dean. Yes. What have you been playing this week, game wise? Well, I've been uh, I've been taking advantage of my lovely Game Pass. Mm, not, game not, Pass, not sponsored, but hey, Microsoft, Have if you word. want, come Have on, word Spence, mate. We would we would Spence. <laughs> um, honestly, Microsoft, if you want to approach us to do a little ad, we will we will do the greatest little ad for you because we do genuinely love Game Pass. I'm just saying. Oh man, it's banging! It's because so good, and the game I've been playing on it is Spiritfarer. Oh, okay. I don't know this game. So I've been 
you know, because I stream and stuff like that. I've been playing like Resident Evil 4. I played The Quarry quite recently, another horror oh, game. Oh, nice, yeah. And uh, it sucked. I didn't like really? it. Really? Yeah. Sorry, 2K. You did give me a code, but I did not enjoy it. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played any of those, like into, Until Dawn and stuff like that. That one's good. I actually right. really enjoyed that one. That's why I was kind of disappointed with The Quarry, to be honest. Okay. But um, anyway, Spiritfarer. It is a, it's a little indie game by, um, I think you're called um, Lightning Lotus Games or something like that. Good name. Yeah, they've, they've done a, this is their third game. Uh, I can't remember what the other ones are called, but they're all, um, they're, one of their distinctive visual styles is that they have a lot of 2D um, hand-drawn uh, animations okay. and stuff like that. And uh, you essentially play, I can't remember the character's name at this point. The, the main character doesn't talk, so the name kind of hasn't really clicked with me. I'm just like, right. I'm just this person. Yeah. But they play the Spirit Pharaoh, which is essentially a sort of more wholesome version of the Grim Reaper, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And um, you uh, essentially have to pick up spirits and then uh, take them to the other side, essentially. But it turns out that these spirits are actually people that your character grew up with. They're like their aunties and uncles mm. and things like that. Yeah. And their spirits take the form of these animals. So like your uncle, who's like a proper little geezer who loves like, he loves drinking and eating and stuff. He's just a big frog man. And he's constantly asking you to make him food and stuff. But, uh, and yeah, your aunt who's a, you know, loves it, loves a glass of wine, constantly smokes. That was one thing I was surprised by is that this character is just smoking and stuff like oh, on the surface, yeah. it looks just like a, like a kid's game. Right. But there is the occasional shit and stuff like that in there. And like, it seems to be about it's about well, it's about death basically, um, and and moving on. But it's not just about like your character's relationship. It's about the other spirits looking back on their lives and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the, the main sort of gameplay loop is that you have a you have a boat. It's all two D, and you you gather resources across the ocean and stuff. It's kind of like a I guess it's like a two D open world game because you just okay. sail all over the shop and stuff, and you gather resources. This isn't the bulk of the game, but you uh, you build little houses for them on the ship. So essentially you'll start like stacking all these houses on top of each other and stuff. So you like build a town on this boat and yeah, it's quite, it's quite cute. And like, I, I just needed a game where like, it was like a bit chill, but you know, with a little, I don't know, with a little story to follow. Yeah. And it is a, I won't lie. It can get a little bit emotional when you start learning about the characters and all that. And I haven't got to the point where you have to let, cause eventually these, uh, I've only seen it in the trailers. I haven't got to it myself. But eventually these spirits, once you've sort of done their stories and they've made their peace with moving on, you've got to go take them to this bridge that they'll uh, go under. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, they'll give you like a hug and stuff. And then, yeah. So I'm like, I'm preparing myself to get some like, you know, yeah, like some little ferryman sort of ferrying their soul down the river sticks. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Just, uh, they've changed the names and made it slightly right. less grim basically. Cool. Um, but yeah, I've, been really really enjoying it it's uh i literally i started last night and i didn't stop until about 4 a.m so Ooh, yeah wow. i was like going 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 That's um, powerful gaming flow oh yeah it's quite addictive it's uh okay. just once you get into that and there seems to be so much more stuff like all the menus and stuff are all that big basic question marks so i've got so much more stuff to unlock okay. and yeah i checked and the game's about 20 to 30 hours long which i was quite surprised by <laughs> yeah okay yeah Especially for a little indie game yeah, well, that, that was the thing. So because this is like their third game, yeah, um, I guess they're probably a lot more, uh, well, I guess they're a lot more sort of capable than I might yeah, have initially okay. thought. So I might have under, est- underestimated. That was what I was trying to think of. Yeah, maybe I've uh, underestimated this, uh, this company. But um, 
yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a, just a sort of chill, sort of, it's got, like I say, a little bittersweet game, like okay. narratively. Yeah, I recommend it. You know, it's, nice. it's chill. It's also on the Switch. I think there's Great. it's on sale for like seven quid at the moment. Ooh, so, lovely. Yeah. Or Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the problem with Game Pass. I go, well, I could buy a game or I could just play something on Game Pass or wait until it goes on to Game Pass. Exactly. Like, honestly, like, I mean, it's just, I just like Game Pass. It's like, yeah, man. I love it. A little round of applause for Game Pass, you know? Cheers. Please don't make it more expensive down the line. Yeah, please. Please, please, please don't. don't get a monopoly and then completely fuck it. I mean, I, you know they're going to do that when Starfield yeah. comes knocking. They're, they're, yeah, they're going right. to bump up that price. They'll be like, yeah, come on. you know, Come on, it's day one. Day one. We've spent seven years and millions of pounds making this, so... Well, not you, Microsoft. You bought it. Like, yeah. you, you basically have nothing to say. Like, <laughs> I assume they don't anyway. But um, yeah, but what did they buy Bethesda for? It's some mad price, wasn't it? Like eighteen billion or something. Something stupid like that. Stupid like that. I mean, to be fair, if you're going to buy Elder Scrolls and Fallout as well, yeah. like you might as well, you know, put put the quid in, like yeah, sort of right. thing. Um, they, they, sorry, little tangent. They they confirmed Fallout Five. Did you see oh, that? Yeah, just like offhand. Yeah, he was like, after Elder Scrolls Six, we're going to do Fallout Five, and I went, yeah. "Oh, okay, cool." Uh, <laughs> Coming twenty forty two. Yeah, and Starfield Two probably twenty fifty four, something like that. God, I'm going to be so fucking old when Starfield <laughs> Two comes out. Oh my yeah. god, still going to play them. Oh, hundred percent on Game Pass. <laughs> Only on Game Pass. The, pe- the pensioner tier. <laughs> like, where, where, they, where you don't need as quick reaction speeds anymore. Like, they're going to make, like, Soulsborne games. Like, they'll be Elden Ring free, and I'll be like, I'm 50. I can't yeah. play these games anymore. Like, they're, they're basically doing that to Street Fighter, aren't they? They're doing, like, easy controls. Really? You just hold buttons, and it does combos. Which That's is fucking amazing. great for me, because I'm just rubbish at all those games. Yeah, I can I never do it. sort of basically button bash play it a little bit and then can never play online or against anyone because I just get instantly... I did not know that. I did not know that. I'll probably just play it like that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I was 100%. Is that coming to Game Pass? Probably isn't, I is it? I doubt it. No, they could probably, they can probably yeah, just, just sell it, right? <laughs> like a normal game. <laughs> oh, why would you buy games? Why would you not just buy a monthly subscription? I mean... <laughs> what is subscription? Um, what what you been playing? What you been? Uh, well, I've been playing a couple of games actually. I've uh, I've been blasting my through Sniper Elite Five. Nice. Which I've not played any of the others. Have you played any of the others? No, but I've always wanted to. So Sniper Elite is also on. It's, it's on, on Game Pass. Round of, round of applause for Game Pass. <laughs> um, is that the one where you could snipe someone's balls off? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I sniped a German who was bending over through his anus oh. and exploded his gonads. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of it's basically like a big puzzle game with long shooting. Right. Sort of a little bit hitmany, really. You these big, wide open maps. You just have, you know, you can go about your objectives any way you want, but why wouldn't you just snipe people in the bollocks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's an open, um, it's open world, isn't it? Or a sort it's, of open It's not open world, but each level is on this big, quite big map. Right, so right. It's, you're sort of, you know, free to move around the map and find your own way. And there's multiple ways to do every objective and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, the, the, the acting in it is ropey as <laughs> i was like but but it is an indie game you know it's like rebellion do you know rebellion i, I don't like, know no yeah they're like a british um british indie developer I, I mainly know them for their um 
oh, their fucking owner is a mate. He's got this YouTube channel called Modern History TV. Oh, right. Okay. Where he just rides around on his horse and like dressed as a medieval peasant and sort of like talks about how did peasants wash their hands in the Middle Ages or what would a knight have eaten <laughs> and all this sort of shit. I mean, it's brilliant. It's like, you're this very rich owner of a big games development company. And that's what he does on the side. And just your favourite thing, you obviously love it so much, is just prancing around the woods in a tunic. <laughs> in a tunic. <laughs> talking about, you know, maces and swords. And it sounds armor. made up. I won't, like, if you were lying to me right now, you've Mate, got me hot line. Check it out, it. Modern History TV. And then while you're watching it, just go, you own the IP to Judge Dredd. <laughs> oh, really? And it really? makes it even more mad. Oh, my God. Your hands are going to get dirty. That was exactly the same in the medieval period. So... After a day's work, when your hands are filthy, maybe with horse sweat, or muck, or dirt, or whatever it might be, how did you get them clean? I have some ideas. Let me explain. But like, um, yeah, because this, this, this Sniper Elite 5, is it 5? Yeah. yeah, 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 5. I've heard that's more open than the previous ones. Yeah, well, I've not played the previous one, so the maps are pretty huge. Right. Um, yeah, and it's... And what kind of objectives do you have apart from snipe? You know, like, it's... it's I assume it all of, involves sniping. It not all involves sniping. Um, you know, a lot of it is you're sort of behind enemy lines in in France, so you have to sneak in and sabotage a radar array. And then, you know, there, there's always one person that needs killing um, on each map in a certain way. A bit like Hitman, you know, you can do the sort of... Um, contextual kills you know oh okay like environmental kills and stuff like that um there's never there's never a like a specific side mission that says shoot this man's bollocks off no no more's the pity but you do get uh achievements for such things well that's fucking funny yeah (laughs) you get achievements for like killing someone via every internal organ oh god (laughs) i mean it's it's really gross because when you shoot someone they like go x-ray and i was about to ask like, yeah inside you know their spleen blowing up or something like that oh and, and then it like the x-ray stops and you just see their completely lifeless quite rubbishly <laughs> quite rubbishly animated face just falling over oh my god um, like proper like sort of rag doll yeah yeah proper rag dolly like no emotion on the face whatsoever um but yeah no i've, I've been really enjoying that um what kind of uh, what kind of noises do you do when you get a really good kill <laughs> yeah because that's the thing i would do though yeah. like when i get like uh just to, have you played the last of us uh or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you play the last of us part two i have not played part so two. that one uh the, the gameplay in that is really really good compared to the right. first one. the first one's still good but like the second one the 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 attention to detail with like uh just murdering people right it's just ridiculous and sometimes it will be like you'll go oh fucking hell i didn't I didn't choose to do that. I wanted yeah. to stab a guy. I didn't want to like do that. Like, I didn't yeah, want to like manhunt styley. Yeah, I didn't want to do a fucking like I don't know, play noughts and crosses on a guy's chest. That's not what I wanted to do. Like, but that's what it looks like. Yeah. But just sometimes, like there'll just be a kill that you'll get that'll just be so satisfying, and I'll just go, yeah, go on then, yeah. And I say, I don't ever get that pleasure from anything else. <laughs> like, not even Star Wars makes me yeah. do that. I don't go, yeah, God. Just murder in games. Yeah, genuinely. And like, those characters in those games talk so much shit as well. They're like, one, I remember, I remember like streaming it and a character shouts, you're dead, you hear me? 
And I went, oh, am I? And he opened the door and I clocked him straight in the face. And I just like rolled my eyes and like tutted. And I was like, what an asshole. Like, you know, I don't even know what you call that. I guess, I guess it's just being sick, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, I sort of suppose that's why people like lots of murder in games because it, it's a bit like watching horror films, right? It sort of sparks some horrible primal bit of your brain that is good that it's you know it's not really well it's not real um, yeah exactly you know you can you can spark those little primordial brain cells without actually murdering people yeah because I don't, I don't actually want to do it i imagine in real life it would actually be a lot worse um yeah i imagine it'd be quite horrible do you think they're gonna buy that by the way because i know you and me have like <laughs> killed at least 18 people so yeah i reckon we did two just before the podcast <laughs> just you know just to they're feel still some... warm in the corner yeah yeah they are yeah yeah that one's twitching actually Oh, hold fine. up, hold up. Oh, okay. Let's finish him off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's done. He's done. Well, now you've made more mess, but that's fine. That's Never. all right. I'm not cleaning that up. Okay. <laughs> I'll blame it on one of the other housemates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was there when I got here. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. They, no, they were dead when I got here. Like, there yeah. was a... Yeah. Sorry, I can't stop looking at him now. <laughs> Sometimes the guilt hits. Sometimes. But it'll go away. Like, yeah, it'll go. Okay. What's the other video game you've been playing? <laughs> Any murder yeah. in that? Uh, no, no murder. I've been playing Backbone. Do backbone. you know Backbone? I can see a Backbone over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Backbone. <laughs> um, it's 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 weird, man. It's like um, it's a pixel art game, which normally I would. I'm not really a big fan of that, um, but again. Round of applause for Game Pass, because I just see something like that and I go, I'll give it a bash. Yeah, yeah. I've I've already paid my subscription this month. I'll have a go. Um, And it was absolutely beautiful. Um, It's this sort of, it's this noir detective uh, sort of adventure game. But everyone's like anthropomorphized animals. And, you know, it's, it's that classic trope of, you know, they're all living in this city and all of their like species or kinds, as they call it, is like allegorical to sort of class and race. Right, right. So your main guy's a raccoon, and everyone calls him like Striper. And you know the the apes run the city, and then there's sort of um, the bear. Bears are like part of this sort of shady underground and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. It's sort of all um, it's very strange. In that it starts out, it's quite a good, quite a fun sort of detective game. Classic detective, you know, femme fatale, he's smoking, he's sad, all of that. Yeah, but, yeah, like but, broody. like Yeah, sort of. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I suppose this is like minor spoilers. I won't give away any proper plot, any proper plot lines. <laughs> Proper spoiler <laughs> plot. There you go. I like that. I like spoiler uh, plot. Splot. Um, <laughs> you can almost say right. Splot warning. Splot warning. Just a proper sloshy um, sound. <laughs> yeah. Sort of two thirds of the way through, it turns from this like hard boiled detective story into this mad existential like treatise on what is the self and you know our are you as a person your genes or are you your thoughts or are you your body and your physicalities? And it just goes completely fucking off the rails in a really weird way. Wow. But really sort of satisfyingly, I found. And I just finished it going, fucking hell. It's like five hours long or something. 
just thought, oh, I didn't expect that. Really? Like, yeah. it's like, so it's only about five hours. It's on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's just, the Game Pass episode, baby. <laughs> just, you know, have a go and enjoy it. I mean, I'm, it's, it's I'm really curious, beautiful. yeah. 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 I, like, when you're saying all these, like, sort of existential questions, I'm like, I want to see how that fits in. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like, exactly. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe that's what I'll play. Uh, I'll play tonight, probably. Yeah, maybe. I, I imagine it'd be quite a good streamy game, actually. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, if I end up streaming it and someone's listening, they'll be like, oh, he, he did it. Yeah. The law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. That sounds quite sick, actually. It sounds sort of familiar, but... Yeah, man, I mean, it's sort of... If you like... I mean, obviously, games like Disco Elysium do it in just such a masterful way. But that's an incredibly dense 30-hour game that's just so full of, like, questions and rich sort of things to explore. This isn't that. Yeah, because it's a sort of little five-hour, two-D point-and-click game. Right, but it's yeah, it's just really interesting, and the sort of thing. I mean, you can sort of dismiss a lot of that stuff as indie bollocks, <laughs> <laughs> because it. I think it can be done really badly. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like the trope. I mean, you already said like a few of the tropes of indie games is that it's pixel art. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's about something. Yeah. Um. um but. Yeah, maybe it's because I've not played like loads and loads of these sort of indie games and it hasn't become sort of, oh, they're going existential, are they? Yeah, it's a bit, it's, sometimes it can be a bit of a trope with indie games, but which is wild because I still remember downloading Limbo when that came out and, you know, playing games like that was yeah, like right. just so new. And yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. Braid, you ever play that one? I never played Braid. Really cool. Uh, got one of the, probably one of the coolest endings to a video game like that okay. I've seen. Um, it's still one of my faves anyway. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's about a guy who time travels, basically. Yeah. Uh, he can like you know make time go forward and backwards and stuff like that. And in between each level, uh, there'll be like these books, um, and you'll read them. That's the only way the okay. story is told. It's kind of the worst bit is that the story has to be basically just read, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than told through the actual game. Because at first you're like, why are these two things even remotely connected to each other? Yep. Um, but you start to realize it's about a relationship, and basically the sort of like how a relationship was stolen from him oh. yeah that's all i'm gonna say i don't want to uh no i don't want to splot you know <laughs> so no splots here. sorry i'm just you know i'm gonna go with it uh, it's a splot episode <laughs> it's the game passes splot episode yeah um yeah yeah it's, but like indie games like they you know they used to be so just sort of fresh and interesting super meat boy as well super yeah, meat yeah, boy. yeah right yeah like uh, and fez obviously that was another sort of pixel art game but now it's like it's so common that you know exactly that's it sort of becomes a sort of indie it's its own thing now bollocks yeah but this one certainly i really enjoyed little five hour thing i i really like sort of narrative games and i really like to follow story and you know get get involved so yeah i'd recommend if that's your bag nice I don't really like raccoons, though. Uh, neither does anyone else in the world, so... Oh. <laughs> oh, racism and classism. I'm just I'm jealous of things with thumbs. <laughs> it just feels like ours, you know what I mean? Do raccoons <laughs> have thumbs? They do, yeah. I did not know that. What are you on about? So Square Enix did a Final Fantasy thing. You a big Final Fantasy VII fan, Dean? I am... Um, I, I kind of am, in a way... I've I've never played the original one, but uh, okay. another another 
friend to mention on the podcast, uh, and I guess a friend of the podcast. He does listen to it. Uh, uh, lovely Carlos. You know Carlos? Lovely Carlos. Love Carlos. Can we round of applause for Carlos? (laughs) He's going to be minding his own business. (laughs) Like, played it on whilst he's like cooking. He's like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) But uh, he, uh, I went to uni with him and Final Fantasy VII was like one of his favourite games. It like still is. Oh, my boy. Yeah. So I watched, uh, I watched him play it. And I remember seeing the final boss with Sephiroth. You know that crazy attack he does where he blows up the solar system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Like, I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I just went, wait, this is Earth's solar system? Yes. Is, so does the world of Final Fantasy take place in Earth's solar system? And he went, who gives a shit? Yeah. He was like, there's a man who's like part octopus, part angel fighting. Yeah, it's right. like, none of this needs to make sense. But it's also, it goes on for so long as well. Yeah. And like um it's supposed to be a basically a one-hit move isn't it yeah it's like, yeah yeah but i guess like through something he managed to like survive with just a bit of hp and still win and it was like really great and then um i'm sort of all over the shot with this one but sorry um, the first piece of final fantasy anything i consumed was the movie uh advent children oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. very confusing for me as a kid to watch that movie. yeah sort of very confusing for me and i loved final fantasy 7 <laughs> Because it's a sequel to that game, isn't it? Yeah. Really strange thing to do, like make a sequel movie instead of a game. Yeah. Very odd. It was weird. I do remember sort of loving it and I I can't remember any of the um, plot or anything. Probably not even important. There's lots of Sephiroths, aren't there? Yeah, there's three little, the remnants of Sephiroth. I guess it's like residual. Residual Sephiroths. Yeah, residual Sephiroth. (laughs) Um, it should have been called that it's a great name yeah Sigil. much better than most of their naming conventions yeah genuinely, yeah but um yeah that was what i started off with and then i basically didn't touch them until final fantasy 13 on the 360 right. didn't enjoy it uh i liked the main theme the main yeah. theme kicks ass it's really good and then i didn't touch it for ages then met carlos and he basically became obsessed with it and we we became like obviously became really close friends over uni and stuff and like still best friends now so i i basically love it because he loves it and okay so yeah, i yeah. and like when the remake you know when they announced that yeah, yeah and there was basically years and years between that before they even like really confirmed it was happening yeah and i remember one e3 that was the same e3 that they announced the return of the last guardian do you remember that game yes um and in that same e3 they announced officially that the final fantasy 7 remake was coming out so i remember bertie another friend bertie gilbert lovely lovely man uh you get one clap <laughs> um yeah he uh he, he that was basically the game that he wanted and i remember saying to him like it's never coming out mate it's yeah, dead. yeah it's vaporware it's gone and then i was like oh sick and so i text him saying um because they would all have been in bed at this point. So I was like, dude, Last Guardian's coming out. And then literally 10 minutes later, I get to text Carlos going, Final Fantasy VII Remake's confirmed. Uh, I was in America, so like I, I was like on the same actual timeline right, right, and things. Right. And then, um, yeah, and then I just, and then I played Final Fantasy XV, the, the boy band one. Yeah. Which was... Lads on tour. Lads on tour. Like, oh, what a concept for Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, it made me laugh. I didn't finish it because it got too hard and it wanted me to grind and oh, yeah. I, I ain't doing that. Like, <laughs> Time short. I, I just watched the ending on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then, yeah, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I, it just felt like, weird enough for me, it was like, I can't remember the last time I went on like an adventure like this in a game. Yeah, for some reason. Right. I know that sounds really silly because it was, it was just because there was so many different set pieces. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It always felt so. like I was like going somewhere new 
having something new happen, I, the dancing stuff, you know, when Cloud's in like a dress. Yes. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Like, I, I went, this is really dumb. Might still be a little bit problematic. I don't know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I sort of think they handled it quite well. I mean, compared to the 1997. That, so that's why, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. It was, like, it was handled uh, well, I think. Yeah, like, I just, I just really enjoyed it. And so, like, I was, when this event was coming up, the 25th anniversary? Yeah. I think I was just hoping for them to announce part two. I was yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah, it's so. been like, what, two, three years since that, since that first one? I was like, come on, let's go. And then he announced that there's going to be free games, yeah. which immediately made me go, from my understanding, that doesn't sound like they're going to capture the same scale as, as, as the Well, exactly, one. because they basically turn the first, what, five or six hours into a 40-hour game. Yes. Yeah. So what are they going to do with the rest of the... I mean, I guess we can't really talk about what they're going to do without sort of spoiling Well, it. exactly, yeah. Yeah. Re- um, remakers, I didn't realise that they were going to that you had to take that like title literally. Yes. Yeah. Which I sort of, you know, so, so like Final Fantasy, a bit like Carlos, like big thing for me. It was like the first big game when I first got a PlayStation that I played. And when I was in year six, like 11, 10, 11, I like had an operation. I had to spend like six weeks in bed and I just played oh, what? Final Fantasy yeah. seven for the whole time. That's perfect. Um, yeah, and it's about the planet is... healing. Well, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I my life force. <laughs> so, is it life force? Is that what it's called? The life the life stream. Life stream. Sorry, life stream. Um, yeah. So, and then you know, I've I've sort of it was the first big thing. So I everything that I could get. You know, I played Crisis Core on the PSP. Oh, nice. And I watched Advent Children. I sort of loved it just because it was those characters, and you're like. Um, and then, yeah, played the remake and I was sort of, I, I, I mean, in terms of a game, I think it's brilliant. Like yeah. the gameplay, they've really, really done the sort of like hybrid of turn-based and sort of like more modern action stuff really well. It's really fun to play. Yeah. I feel like they don't get enough credit for that, to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I was absolutely. quite impressed. I, I, uh, cause I'm not, I'm not a big fan on turn-based stuff. So yeah. I find sometimes I find it quite dull. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The best I can do is Pokemon because it's just a little bit simpler, like yeah, that sort right. of thing. So um, I was quite impressed with the whole like it's it slows time down just enough for you to be able to make these decisions. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. sort of micromanaging different characters. You'll switch to like um, uh, oh, the dude with the gun arm. What's his Barrett. name? Barrett. Barrett. I knew it began yeah. with a B, and I was like, what is it? Barrett. Fucking love Barrett. I love yeah. him so much. Yeah. Like, that was dude. like honestly, that was what the big thing for me is I walked out of that remake going. I like these characters. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah. felt a thing for them to begin with. But now I'm like, I like Cloud. I like Aerith or Eris or whatever people say. Yeah. Um, so to uh, me, she'll always be Ares, but Aerith is the so, new one. I don't know what really happened. There. I think I, I think it was a translation. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, some of the translation on the original is pretty shonky. When you yeah. Play it. yeah. Um, but I've, yeah, I walked away from that going like, I have a, like a real like, I like these characters now. Yeah, yeah. And um like Cloud has a little bit of a mini arc, you know, at least emotionally starts to open up a bit more towards yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which sort of happens in Final Fantasy VII, but over the whole game. longer. Yeah. Right. Well, not even the whole game, but by about sort of halfway through the game, he's sort of, you know, opened up and is emotionally invested and all of this sort of stuff. Um, do we talk about... Should we just talk... I mean, it's been like a couple of years since the... Yeah, I th- I think let's just... You know, if you haven't played it, you want to play it, just skip forward a bit. Yeah. I'll put some 
I'll, I'll put all the spoilers in there. All yeah. the splots. All the splots. Yeah. I'll put all the splots <laughs> in the description. <laughs> yeah. So I, I sort of veer in terms of plot between going, I really sort of respect what they've done by just completely breaking it and saying, this is a remake in every sense of the word. Um, you know, when I first played it, I really hated, what are they, what do they call them? The sort of like ghost. Oh yeah. They're sort of like not Dementors. Yeah. Something of fates or something like that. Or yeah, the, yeah. the, some sort of stupid. It's a very literal name. It's a very literal name for what they are. Isn't yeah. It? Um, I remember sort of thinking, what the fuck are these? And then you realize that, okay, whenever you get to a point where the remake breaks away from the original, that's when they show up. That's when they show up. And they're sort of like... They're trying know. to keep the timeline. Yeah, they're trying to keep you on the, on the you know, original game's plot line and timeline. And I think that's a really interesting thing where you are basically the player. I'm the player and I want it to be the same as it was when I was a kid. But by playing this game, you're forcing me to defeat those demons that are like my own childhood telling me to just go on with what you knew. Yeah, yeah. And I'm physically having to defeat them to change in ways that I don't want it to go. Yeah. I think that's an interesting way of designing games. And obviously they're doing that, you know, consciously. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's really clever. Like once I started to realise that, I was like, exactly. Are we, yeah. Wow, is this what this is we're building up yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. So you're basically you're basically I'm killing my childhood self who wants this game to be the same as it was when I was 11 years old. Yeah, and the fact they've kept it so secretive as well. Yeah, like yeah. the trailers, you would have been like, you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that looks yeah, like it's like a one for one. Yeah, you know they've just fleshed it out. And I no. think like honestly, like, things like remakes stuff like that, like I'm getting sick of them. So like when I, when I started to realise that's what it was doing, I kind of went. Fuck yeah. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, you do that. Do that Square Enix, do it. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's really interesting. And that'd be That'd be the bat with the feds. For the for the bodies over there. Oh fuck. Just have you got a blanket or something? Um not a clean one. Oh, I suppose that doesn't matter, does it? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's yeah. get dirty. Alright, give me a second. Close the fucking curtains as well. Alright. Dean, you've got no curtains. Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, wet. I've, wet. I've, done the, I've done the quill. All right. That is rank. You're feeling guilty again, and you stop. Yeah. Yeah, stop. Just stop for a bit. Oh, I've, got, I've got a bit of fucking bone on my leg. Just flick it off. There you go. Are we bad people? No. You are going to cut this bit out, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Um... We're talking about anime or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and this is the problem, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. This is the problem where I'm conflicted because I like the fact that it's turning us away into something new. But is that new thing it's turning us into anime bollocks? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like Nomura bollocks. Yeah, exactly. Kingdom Hearts bollocks. Yeah. They, it's It's... I mean, g- given the names of those games, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them ends up being called that. Kingdom Hearts Bollocks Remix yeah. 3.25D, uh, Part 1, The Deathly Hallows. Uh. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, I, I, I basically agree with that. Like, yeah. I, I'm a little bit worried that, I mean, so far, I sort of understand what's going on. They're obviously keeping the cards a little bit close to their chest still. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. I didn't walk out of that game knowing exactly what's happening. All we know is that, the timeline is now changed. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, Finger Bob's still alive. 
I guess. Uh, Zach. Zach, I guess he's still alive. Yes, yeah, which is a very sort of like big reveal you get sort of near, oh, I don't know, about two thirds of the way through I think, right. or something. Um, oh, is he still alive in the original as well? No, no, oh, but sorry. just just finding out who he is, basically. Oh, oh yes, I remember, yeah, um, I remember it's some weird memory thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've already said splots, so yeah. basically... I mean, it's, it's, it's been a long time since I played Doesn't... the original. So a lot of the flashbacks you play as Cloud weren't actually Cloud. They were Zack. Right. And Cloud was just a shitty fucking one of the Shinra soldiers. Right. Who's like his mate. Uh, and he, when he dies, he sort of like, you know, becomes, he takes up his sword and becomes a mercenary and then sort of convinces himself that he was that Zach's memories are his own. That's so yeah. weird. That's it's, a strange thing for him to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> were those two friends then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were oh, that makes of, a bit more sense. It's yeah. a trauma thing, maybe. Yeah, exactly. They were sort of friends. And that's expanded on in Crisis Core, which is like the PSP uh, prequel. Which that's is getting also re- getting remade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I, I quite liked. Not I on remember. Game Pass, I don't think. And I, no, I don't think any of them will be. They're quite Sony-ish, aren't they? It's coming out on the Switch. I know that. Is it? Yes. Uh, but wait till we see how it runs, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they definitely aren't doing... Uh, graphically, they definitely aren't doing uh, the full no, uh, no, production. No, like, no. Um, which I think is interesting. Yeah. And they're also doing that fucking like, phone game, which is basically what, the, what a lot of fans wanted, which was just a remake with better graphics. Yeah. Which I would be surprised to see how well that does. Yeah, because like, looking at it, you sort of think, okay, this is cool, I'd play that. But then is it going to be just really horrible phone game with loads of microtransactions? Different outfits. Have, yeah, and... exactly. And just all that guff. Who knows? They, I, uh, but yeah, like the, the, the plot stuff. Sorry, that's the one I want to... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the one thing I'm just, I'm just so interested by because uh, when I was playing it, all I kept thinking about was like Carlos was playing it at the same time. Yeah. And I was going, he was so excited for this remake. He mm. wanted a remake, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't I, like, I was the same, yeah. he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like militant about it, but he was, you know, he, was, he wanted a remake. Yeah. So once I started realizing what was happening, I'm going, oh, now Carlos is going to feel about this. Yeah. And like, he doesn't get, to be honest, he doesn't get particularly upset over films or anything like yeah, that, yeah, really. Yeah. Like if you think someone's naff, he'll just go, that was a bit naff on it. Yeah. Um, oh, a sane man. Yeah, a sane man <laughs> in this day and age who watches something and just goes, ah, that was rubbish. Well, that wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Bit, Unbelievable. You know, it might be a little bit disappointed, but that's about yeah. it. Um, but no, uh, I finally met with him for a drink and I said, what do you think? And he was like, dude, I really liked it. Yeah. He was man, like, I kind of like, like that they're not doing just what I've already played. Yeah. He's yeah. like, because I've already played it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. and I still play it all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, And yeah. it's, I, I think what's really interesting about that is, now you're like, oh, fucking hell, what are they going to do? Because there's all these points, you know, there's one very big point, which... Are you... Uh... I, I won't give it away, but you probably... I, I kind of I want to, because it's like... Uh, yeah, well, we can do. Uh, wait, are you talking about uh, Aerith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a... I mean, it's one of the most famous... Yeah, exactly. You, you know? Um, I mean, I... who doesn't fucking know that that happens now? So Sephiroth kills, um, not residual Sephiroth, the actual Sephiroth murders Aerith. Uh, yeah. It's a big moment. It's uh, one of the well, you know, if you didn't know that, if yeah. you didn't know this, then sorry. And and she's built up throughout the whole thing. She's the last of the ancients. She's the savior of the world. She it's her juju that's going to save the life stream and all of this. Her dying is like the worst thing that could happen in the yeah, story. Exactly, right? and that sets off the calamity or something they call it. You know, all of this. So my my 
if you want to talk, if, if you don't mind me talking speculation. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. But uh, I'm, I'm convinced that they're still going to do that. I, I sort of think they have to. I'm, but I'd be, I'm just curious as to if they don't, what they're going to do. So that's going to be a, it's going to be a tough landing to stick if you don't if you just don't kill yeah. her like it's uh, and just have her hanging around anyway. Yeah. But the, the cheap thing is that they could just switch the death of somebody else. But it, will that be? Yeah, I heard about that. Just like switching it for Tifa, maybe who was always my fave. I was always like oh, your fave, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I, I just remember uh, one thing. I always remember about Tifa is that everyone would be like fit. <laughs> that was yeah, always I was 11 years old yeah yeah <laughs> Robin Pattinson's a Tifa um, a Tifa uh, stan that's real do you know that yeah Robin Pattinson is on more than one I mean, you know when he did the Batman movie yeah all the uh, interviews kept asking about Final Fantasy and um, he was like going Tifa Tifa's the one yeah like yeah um, it's quite funny yeah she's also a more interesting character than uh, Aerith because Aerith is very it's very sweet. You know, very sweet and very, I'm the last of the ancients. I'm, you know, it's my blood that's going to... Whereas Tifa's just like this fucking, like, badass poor little girl who runs a fucking terrorist organisation. And literally punches everything. Yeah, yeah like, just kicks shit out of things. Yeah, and it's like, so my, my theory anyway, I mean, it could be completely wrong, but I was just thinking, because like, in that moment, it's one of the most famous moments in the game, in yeah. the original game. It's a moment that, you know... Uh, you know, adults still cry about like that sort of thing. You know, it's an emotional moment. I think it's yeah. probably more emotional as you've grown up rather than maybe in, in the moment. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, it's always, and you know, Eris themes very delicate. So, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it does provide a bit of an emotional punch. So I was sat there going like, you know, you can remake the scene that you can do that mm. if they were doing just a straight up forward remake. And it's like, yeah, okay, you'll get to see that scene, but with up to date graphics yeah, exactly. and things like that. And it's like, but you could also end up doing something where you might you might end up fucking up something yeah, visually yeah, yeah. and kind of ruining the scene. Cheapening it a bit. Yeah. And then a little part of me went, well, if this is about keeping the timeline, you know, together, but then realizing that maybe that's the best thing to do, like it's yeah. to break away from it is the best thing to do. But if they come up with some sort of narrative, some narrative reason as to why this has to happen no matter what. Yeah, and I was like, kind of going, "What better way to say to the player, don't worry, this is going to happen?" But also, "Oh fuck, this has to happen yeah, again." Yeah, yeah. So then you get Eric, who already finds out what's going to happen. It could be that thing where Cloud like doesn't want it to go, and she's like going, "This has to happen." And all. Oh right, it's you get the self sacrifice. Yeah. yeah, and like you get the players going, "Yeah, it does, it does, it really does have to happen, no matter what." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like thinking about it, is it? I'm wondering if she knows it's going to happen already. In the original game. Oh, it's been so long. I should have, again, staunchly refused to do any research. <laughs> Maybe I should have just watched it again. But I can't because she Mickey has... Mouse is in this one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you piece of shit, Sephiroth. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill my girlfriend. You kill my girlfriend. I'm going to fucking kill. <laughs> and he's like, ah, friendship. <laughs> or whatever he's saying. Sephiroth just talks shit, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I love how ludicrously handsome Sephiroth is as well. Oh, yeah. I mean. So funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a bit rubbish him turning up because, again, yes. you don't get the reveal at all of him. You don't, uh, um, you know, you don't know who he is. You don't know anything about him until the end of the Midgar bit. Yeah. When, you know, the president of Shinra turns up with a fucking sword in his back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, fucking hell. Does that happen in the remake? Um, I think kill the Shinra boss, does he? Oh, fucking hell, I can't remember. Does he? I think he does, doesn't he? You, I know that you do the Rufus fight, which is his son. Yes. Uh, good who fight, takes actually. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, the one in the uh, against the red-haired guy, uh, one of the Shimra guys. Yes, got his name now. There's Reno Rude, and it, is it Reno the one with red hair? Yeah, I think red hair. So. You fight him in that church. Yeah, and what I thought was really trippy is that it looks exactly like it does in Advent Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I went, whoa! I was like, you know, I just, it was, I don't know, that was like, I got weirdly excited. Yeah. I was like, that's so fucking cool. I was like, and it also looks better than Advent yeah. Children. I mean, that's basically how someone who loves the original games felt through the whole thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? I was like, it's the place for Advent Children. Um, uh, yeah, just a tangent on that, because I just remember that moment, I got really like, yeah, yeah, weirdly yeah. excited. I mean, it's, it's brilliant, actually. It's like, it's really good. It's, I really like the game. I like to say, narratively, it's a bit... Yeah, and just... So I heard Nomura isn't directing the next one. I heard he's sort of still overall director for the whole thing. But maybe... Right, right. But you're going to more sort of a producer role, I guess. Yeah, maybe... I mean, he's working on Kingdom Hearts 4 and stuff. Exactly. So... I wouldn't mind if he stayed writing on that. Yeah. That I don't care about. Yeah. And... You know, maybe someone who had some slightly less opaque <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's Final Fantasy. It's big, stupid Japanese, dumb madness, yeah. really. But that... There's, they, there's, a, there's a level that's good, and then there's a level that's Nomura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Final Fantasy Seven still has like a... Like, I mean, this is just from my thing. The limited Final Fantasy games that I've played, I, even when I get... F- like Final Fantasy 15 and stuff. I never found those emotional moments, but I yeah. still think Final Fantasy 7 still manages to get Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I found interesting. I'm just trying to figure out exactly like, I mean, maybe it's another podcast for another time, but like just trying to figure out why, why does Final Fantasy 7 still hit emotionally whilst all these new ones don't seem to do the exact same thing. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I think there's something about the oh, feds are back, man. Fuck's sake. It might be the smell, to be honest. No, that's just... Of your neighbour's grass. Can they, can they smell? You know what? I haven't met my neighbours yet, so I don't know if they are grassy types. Right, they're grassing up to popos, man. We're going to have to add a couple more bodies. Oh, they're there. What? Well, fuck's sake. I just saw him over the fence. Fuck off, mate. Do you, want, gonna, do you want to be under that blanket? Yeah? A bit gushy as well during this heat wave. Fuck's sake. Prick. Show him your knife. All right. Which one? The big one or the small one? Both. Both. <laughs> I like that. Yeah? Oh, shining the light in his Showing the Sephiroth one, the long and thin one. Yeah. And then the cloud one, the short yeah. and fat. <laughs> Girth v length. Girth v length. He didn't seem to he didn't seem too intimidated. He's laughing. Yeah, I know they're anime swords, mate. Yeah, oh, still oh. fucking slice you up, boy. Yeah. They're real. It's real. I can see him for the way he's going, not real, not real. I'm like, they are. He's just laughing. Oh, prick. Alright. It is a cool sword, though, isn't it? It's like, a you, wicked sword, man. Because when I bought it, like, I, I, you know, I showed you on eBay. It was like, I know it's five hundred quid, but like, yeah, it was worth every penny. Yeah, look at it. You look, you look really dishy. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, women don't agree. <laughs> but... oh, women are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They don't. They don't appreciate a good anime. Sword. They don't appreciate a good anime sword. Well. Elos. What on earth are you on about? It's time for Star Wars, Tommy. Yeah. It's time for Star Wars. Kenobi chat. Kenobi. So um, this is probably the part where at least four of you turn off. Um, yeah. Or get turned on. Who knows? Like, just thinking about you, McGregor, that's what it does to me. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's done. Yeah. It's done. We just watched... Splots, splots. by the way, obviously. Yeah, splots. Splots here. It's going to be splotty everywhere. We're going to be slipping over and sliding. Might eat a bit of the splot. Who knows? 
Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, it's done. We just we just watched it. Yeah, about, just watched it about an hour ago, something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess we need. To, I guess we need to talk about episode five and then then the finale. Or yeah, yeah, episode five. I mean, so it's been a week since I watched it. I mainly remember the sort of bunker bit. Was there much else to it? Where they're in the bunker and Reeves mm. after them. There was uh, not really. That was I mean, that was sort of the main gist of it, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like uh, Kenobi goes back to the bunker, hangs out with all the. Uh, I think they're called the Path. I think that's what right. they're called. Okay. Uh, Vader, obviously, uh, they've got a tracker on them, so they find them there. That's it, yeah. Reva they... gets Grand Inquisitor. Yes. Um, uh, so essentially, it was kind of like a bit of a mini remake of the last bit of Last Jedi. Yeah. Where the yeah. you know the resistance is like stuck in a cave. And yeah. The, it, it was like a really condensed version of that, and uh, we find out that Reva. Uh, is a uh, little bit more to her than we thought. Yeah, yeah. She, she wants she wants revenge on Vader. Exactly. Which what was uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Interesting sort of twist because I mean I think we sort of, we spoke about the fact that she was probably one of the younglings. Yeah. But I didn't actually see that she wanted to fucking do in Vader. Yeah. I thought that you know just the pain and trauma of it had sent she, her yeah. evil. Yeah, and she blames like the Jedi for yeah, not, exactly. you know, not protecting them and not being there. Yeah, uh, but then I guess no, she just she, it's more about uh, avenging her friends, I guess. Yeah. Who got who got mowed down? She she still sort of blames Obi Wan, but it's not the main yeah, thing because yeah. you just say like, where were you when it happened? And it's like, well, I think you know the answer to this, Reva. There was a thing called the Clone Wars happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, little thing called Order sixty six murdered all the Jedi's in one go. Well, not all of them actually. It turns yeah. out quite a lot of them. Uh, you know, yeah. not as efficient as you thought. Yeah, sorry, Palpatine, that wasn't quite the uh, ace on the hole that you thought it was going to be. Um, but uh, but they, you know, they had a plan B. They made the Sith Inquisitorious, the goofy little, um, goofy little, you know, gaggle of uh, I don't know, weirdos yeah. in black. We we don't see any of Mushroom Guy anymore, do we? He's just yeah, he didn't show up in the last episode. I was like gutted, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you're just too rubbish. Yeah, like honestly, he's like I mean, he was having a piss again, wasn't he? So <laughs> he's got his doctor's appointments and stuff to go yeah, to, hasn't well. he? Get well soon, fifth brother. Get well soon. Reva. Reva. It's not uh, going well. It's, it's not looking good. <laughs> you can you you probably have the Grand Inquisitor space. Um but yeah, uh, uh, Vader and Reva had a fight. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, no, I thought it was quite good. A uh, couple of questions. I quite liked Vader using like didn't use his lightsaber at all. Just yeah. sort of forcing her like. I didn't really know that Jedi's could just force stop a lightsaber in its tracks. Do they... Because they don't really do that in any of the other fights, do they? Um, they, I think they do it in Rise of Skywalker. Okay, right. Very briefly. Um, I guess it's not like... I, but I suppose she's she's much weaker in the Force than here, so he can do that, Like, whereas, you know... And I think it was it was supposed to... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, because they had the flashbacks uh, with Hayden Christensen. Oh, she um, Yeah, looking, um, looking... Looking so old. Yeah, looking quite old, considering this is like Attack of the Clones yeah. him when he's like, what, 19 yeah, or something like that? Yeah, a real haggard 19-year-old. Yeah, I was like, dude, that guy's been smoking. <laughs> like, um, but he's a... Uh, yeah, so I think the idea was that the, 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 the flashback fight was supposed to parallel like the mirror, whole... Yeah, the uh, whole yeah. episode. Is that yeah. Whole, like... Yeah, and like the, I think, like weirdly enough, I guess like the fight because he even does it. Um, it's when um, Obi Wan wins that fight by using the Force to snap oh, his lightsaber. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You remember what uh, Vader does at the end of that fight? He literally takes her lightsaber yeah. and has uh, what is it? Both of them. Yeah. And it was like 
he I think what he was doing is that he's thinking about that fight. Yeah. And he's, it's almost like she's the she's Anakin in this situation and he's everyone, you know, because he presumes he's, you know, he's he's the top dog in yeah, this, in yeah, this yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, right. So he's almost acting how Obi-Wan does. Obi-Wan did versus him. But right. not as, but obviously way cockier because that's how Anakin would perceive Obi-Wan yeah, yeah, beating yeah. him in a training thing. Is that he's, going, he's just showing off. He's like, no, he's training yeah. you, you little, you egotistical little weirdo. Like he's trying to teach you. He's not trying to gloat, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but that's what he's doing because like, he's like literally using like his hand to go, vroom, 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 yeah, like, pushing it, pushing yeah, her away. Yeah. yeah, he's like being a really gloaty little idiot. He literally like what snap, like, snaps it in half and throws it? it to her, yeah. which I really liked. Yeah, like that was, was like, like real badass. Yeah, <laughs> it was badass. Like I went, oh, okay, you're right, Vader. I was like, we're gloating, are we? Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right. Like it did make me laugh because it was it was weirdly comedic for him, but yeah. the music was good. It was like don don as he's like throwing it don don. I was like. Oh, right. Okay, we're going to keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked that a lot. And then, yeah, I liked the use of the flashback. I, I liked that it wasn't just fan service for the sake of it. Yeah, like, yeah. I th- it, was, it was an interesting device, wasn't it? How the, you know, peaks and troughs of the episode mirrored the sort of back and forth of the fight, you know, and the sort of like cat and mouse chasing and stuff. Yeah, like that. But yeah, I really liked it. And then that's... For me, that's kind of all I got to say about that one. To be honest. Yeah, apart from our mate Grand Inquisitor coming back. Oh yeah, well, he goes hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello, third sister. I'm going to be bloody evil now. <laughs> he looks. He's so funny. <laughs> I I think I said in the first episode. I think I actually thought he was really annoying. Yeah. But I think like. I don't know, it's something about it now, it's just something, something works for me, which yeah, at it's first... Just, it's just a nice bit of campness, I suppose. Yes. That sometimes, I think some of Star Wars can lack that sort of slight campness and lightness and sort of silliness. Yeah, it's like we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to take every single bad character serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess like even like General Grievous was a version of that, like from the yeah. uh, Revenge of the Sith, like the robot man, like he's a bit goofy, like... His whole signature thing is that he escapes all the time. And so he's yeah, like classic right, yeah, cartoon yeah. villain, like, yeah, okay. um, I'll get you next time, Obi-Wan, that sort of <laughs> thing. Like, so, yeah, we missed, we missed quite a lot of that. Um, like, Secret Trilogy took everything quite seriously. Yeah, well, exactly. Unless you were General Hooks, obviously. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't even really that camp, was he? He was just a bit... Just a bit goofy. Yeah. You're, you're going to say shit? <laughs> just a bit shit. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> no, I agree, I agree. The, the actor, what's his name? Uh, Donald Gleeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I've seen him in some... I've He's fantastic. And it's... Just not... It's, it's a tricky thing to do, that sort of camp chewing the scenery villain. I just don't think he really had it down. Maybe his character wasn't... I, I just don't buy scary him. Scary enough. Like, because you've got to be scary to do the camp, like, you know, Palpatine. Yeah, He's like yeah. camp as fuck, but... Yeah, it's like... I yeah it was just, maybe it's just not the right sort of character for him yeah like, you know maybe not not every actor is probably down to do villains like yeah you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah uh, Grand Inquisitor please come back I really like you you're very funny and it's hello like that's become a bit of a meme like just him I think it's just him rocking up next to Vader and it's the camera looking down <laughs> looking like, straight up yeah like hello <laughs> it's just so not intimidating. <laughs> Like, he's just bought you breakfast in bed. Yeah, like yeah. woken you up with a cup of coffee. Oh, someone should do that. Like, an after effects, <laughs> put a little hat, a little tray with, like, a little tea and biscuits and stuff. Hello. But, yeah, like, I'm a big fan of him. Wish we got a little bit more of him. I know he's in the animated stuff, but, like I say, I'm not going to watch it. Absolutely not. So I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not. Look, I know it's all kiddie anyway, but, like, you know, I've got, I've got 
Yeah, I'm, there's a level. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bar, you know, that I'm willing to, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, and then uh, we had the final episode. The uh, yeah, big old showdown. Big old showdown indeed. What did you, what did you think? What did you think of it? On the whole, hmm. I, I really liked it. I thought it was a sort of satisfying ending. Um, I mean, do you want to go through it sort of chronologically? Uh, well, I guess it starts with Obi-Wan on the, on the ship. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a very, like, very reminiscent of the, like, I think you said it when we were watching it, very reminiscent of A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Big, the big st- Star Destroyer chasing down the small the sort little, of ship. Like, yeah. yeah, like the beginning of the rebellion, I suppose. Yeah, I think yeah. that seemed to be the implication. Like the, yeah, the seeds of the rebellion, I guess. Yeah, like, um, they, everyone's obviously sat in that ship and they're all just going, um, well, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, we're fucked. fucked. And, and then everyone's like, no, I need to leave uh, and go sort this out. And then that random character just goes, but you said we're all in this together. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I, what, what, do you want to fight him as well? What, you're all, do you want to come with me? Do we all go fight Vader? That would be a surprise, <laughs> won't it? Like, <laughs> I'd be intrigued to see how that goes down. Surely you want me to go so this massive fucking ship stops shooting at you. Yeah, it's like, is the option like stay here or blow up and die together or me go distract um, with the, the creepy robot man? Um, so yeah, yeah, that was a bit so of So shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. It's weird he said that. It was weird. I, I told you he says fuck in this episode. <laughs> says it a lot, actually. Um, hello, fucking Darth Vader. That was, um, <laughs> that was my, that was my favorite line. <laughs> hello, fucking Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> hello, fucking Obi-Wan. Shh, <laughs> 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 fuck you. <laughs> Obi-Wan was like spitting on him at one point. I saw yeah. like one of his spits went on his lightsaber and sizzled away. That was a <laughs> unnecessary detail. Yeah, like, Obi-Wan gets angry and goes full football hooligan. Like, yeah, probably fucking feral. All right, you can't. Yeah, you fucking can't. You made me sick. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah so yeah he goes in the ship doesn't he and then he yeah. he fucks off basically goes to that random planet which is lucky it was there yeah luckily it's so perfectly moodily lit for a, a yeah. big showdown imagine he went to like a big mushroom planet like <laughs> at like 8am like it'd be like this is a very spooky yeah like Darth Vader's like I did sort of picture this a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit moodier yeah we got any lava like you know mm. I, I do find that interesting actually that the the planet was not this over the top sort of visual spectacle. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, I I mean overall I liked the fight. I did like it. Uh, there was one pati- one bit in particular where um, Ewan McGregor was like fucking spinning, like, yeah, crazy. Man. He looked sick. Yeah, Ewan's fucking absolutely yeah. been bossing out the training for this. He yeah, was, he, the fight was really cool, and he was really giving it some. Yeah, and it was like um, so I knew it, and honestly. Uh, slight tangent in terms of the reception of it obviously Spo- mm. spoiler alert but uh, Star Wars fans either like it or some of them really just hate it there's no in between it's just yeah but um, I knew uh, I was saying this to to my friend on the phone the other day I said uh, when they announced this series originally it was during a I can't remember the name of it now but it was like a Disney investor thing not okay. too dissimilar to like a, I guess like a an E3 presentation yeah, but right. for Disney and when they announced the Kenobi Thing. They also announced that Hayden Christensen was coming back, and she said it was going to be the showdown of the century, or the rematch of the century. And I went, "Why did you say that? Yeah, don't say that. Mm. Like, say that they're in the show, and that fans will be like, oh, cool, they're going to have a fight, probably.' Yeah, and don't call it the rematch of the century because their previous fight was on a lava planet. The fight went on for about ten, fifteen minutes, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. way too long, but." You know, it's a very memorable fight, at least for fans of the prequels and all that sort of business. 
And also, it's a fight during an incredibly pivotal moment yeah. of the Star Wars story. Yeah, whereas it's, this is sort of inconsequential towards the whole narrative. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, you, you can't really... You can't really follow that up without it just being literally empty spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a weird way, I already knew that going in. But my point was anyway, as soon as I finished the episode, I went on Twitter, someone had quote tweeted saying, rematch of the century. Right. And I I knew it. And you shouldn't have said it. Like, you just, yeah, you just stitched yourself. Like, uh, and I went in going, it is not going to be that. It's going to be a fight. And it's probably going to be very dramatic, mm. but not quite the same as that. Because once yeah, again, it's, yeah. it was a very pivotal moment. I still like the fight, though. I, but I was surprised that they went with just a sort of misty rock planet. Yeah. Quite... I, I sort of like that because yeah. it, it was just sort of stark, empty planet. And so your, your, you know, your entire focus is just on these two. Yeah duking it out you know they're not they're not jumping over lava there's not anything to distract really and it also i think i mentioned last time how i really like in it happened in the sequels as well and in this stuff they use the sort of lighting effects of the lightsabers yeah so you know this stark empty planet with just the two lightsabers that are like lighting up the rocks around them and it just i i think it did make for a really sort of dramatic spectacle actually but in a very different way to the yeah it felt more oddly personal i guess yeah 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 Uh, and it like i don't know i don't know how to read into it like because that was one thing i was thinking like with the lava in in revenge of the sip it's very obvious it's anger yeah yeah yeah, right there's a literal scene where those two like run up to each other and grab each other's arms and as they clash that fucking bit of lava just spews straight in the air like behind them it's very dramatic image they put it on the poster i think yeah but uh that stuff makes total sense it's anakin's rage and you know also the destruction of their relationship and everything around them you know that sort of thing and this one i'm like i was like trying to go okay what do what does like emptiness and these like because they're also these the rocks are very like they're very tall yeah it's like spikes yeah like and like which i liked as a sort of visual Mm. and maybe it is because it's well i i think you could maybe see it if you wanted to go sort of gcse film studies into it let's do it that um both of their lives since that last fight have been essentially like consumed with just the other Mm. So Darth Vader is basically just consumed with sort of anger at Obi-Wan. He yeah. wants to get him back. Obi-Wan is just consumed with guilt. Uh, he thinks that he'd killed Anakin and he failed him and all of this stuff. So in a way, you know, it's like everything else disappears, like fades away into the background because they have both they, of them have essentially nothing left. Yeah, exactly. until they both find each other. Yeah, yeah. So like, and and so that there's nothing to detract your focus from them, uh, which is you know their lives. They've they've been focusing on this solid thing for. Yeah, I think that's kind of the way to see it because because I did wonder because I was like you know they could have just picked anything. Yeah, like like I say I, I, I just can't obviously don't, you can't compare it with that fight in the same way because you know different points of the story. Also, once again, I already said, like, Revenge of the is very, it's very pivotal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is sort of, uh, like, a side quest. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But with the, with the emotions, I guess, are the, the big, important moments. Like, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I couldn't help but think, even 
building up to watching the episode was going like, where are they going to fight? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the environment did so much of the like storytelling, I guess, like in Revenge of the Sith. I wondered if they were going to do yeah. this. And I think that's probably it. I think yeah, they've like, sort of gone the opposite way. So it's just the these two. Like emotions, really. It looks like ruins a little bit. Like, yeah. you, you, you could sort of argue that it's all just sort of empty and it's just dusty and there's yeah. no life whatsoever. It's like, um, so yeah, there's something quite, I, I don't know. I just, I liked it a lot. I didn't, yeah. Um, choreography really great like we mentioned you know but they can't be doing backflips and shit like, yeah exactly like, but, Vader's like in a robot suit like yeah. can't move the same way he used to yeah and I sort of liked a bit of using the rocks <laughs> yeah but there's one bit in there <laughs> Well, my Obi-Wan's like uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Obi-Wan does the Jesus pose. And it's like, He's like all... smiling at one yeah. point. And I was like... And the, the, just lifts up all the rocks around him and starts fl- flinging them at Darth, which... Yeah, so we, that, that was a little bit. I mean, we looked at each other at that point and just sort of went, oh. Yeah, it's a bit stupid. <laughs> like, silly. It was like... I, I don't think we've really seen everyone do a lot of that sort of shit. No, no. Like, so I felt, I was like, okay. Because I suppose his character is all about restraint, isn't it? It's yeah. all about sort of calming your emotions. And that's what he's always trying to teach Anakin, restraint. Yeah. So I suppose it's quite quite interesting that that's the moment when he goes all Jesus and like flings 200 rocks at Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's interesting that... Um... I do think it's interesting when... Because he's basically pulling the same shit that Vader just did on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll bury you. And he's like, I'm lifting this shit up and throwing it at you. Like, it's like... So I went, okay, they've they've clearly done that on purpose. Like, he's trying to... He literally has to bury him alive. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was uh, interesting. And then he doesn't check if he's actually dead. Yeah, a bit weird. And also, like, I thought that the Force made you quite sensitive to this. And, you know, they can feel presences in the Force. Yeah. And... Like, surely you know he's not dead under there. Like, wouldn't wouldn't it have made... Now that I'm thinking, now you're saying this, I'm like, wouldn't it have made sense that... You know when they reveal that Obi-Wan is using the Force to stop the rocks from yeah, falling yeah. on him? Why couldn't Vader just still be stood there and going, I know you're still there, Obi-Wan, yeah. and doing the talking shit thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what that, I mean? Like, going, you know... That, that would have been really good, wouldn't it? While yeah. he's, like, trying to hold the rocks up. He's yeah. sitting there basically calling the fucking bitch. Yeah, and like, and then he says something yeah. that reminds him like, of Leia, and he yeah. brushes it up, and then he goes, oh, and all yeah, that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why not just do that? Like, why do we have to have silly little flashbacks? Like, yeah. But, I don't know, I don't know. But, you know, and then... And then you know, uh, Obi-Wan gets all fucking Mace Windu a bit, doesn't he? Because Mace wasn't Mace Windu's whole thing that he was quite aggressive for a Jedi. Yes. And starts fucking like absolutely crazy. giving it some. I really like the fact that he um, he starts like smashing up his like rebreather. His yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I was like, whoa, all right. Yeah, and then you start, start hearing him sort of like croaking a bit and you're like, ah, oh, he's found his fucking weakness now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just um, found the fucking off switch. Yeah, think, exactly. <laughs> and then, then we get to the big, the big helmet slice. Yeah, which uh, I believe we spoke about in the first episode of this podcast. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I said at one point I went. I think he's going to slice his. Oh yeah, you helmet did. Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, fucking say that shit coming a mile away. Yeah, like, yeah, man. It's like, it was, you know, you get Hayden Christensen back. You got to do You've it. Gotta, like, you yeah, got to. You got to do it. Got to do it. And it was really good. I it looked great. It looked, he looked fucking spooky. Yeah, and it sounded great. I loved like his fucking rasping and the voice like switching between Hayden Christensen. Yes. 
Um, that was really, really cool. And like, he just, he looked fucking spooky. He looked like a really scary guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I, I wondered if it would look stupid. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hundred percent. Um, obviously, I didn't know they were going to do it, but you know, it just felt like a, a logical thing. Mm. Uh, but uh, what I loved is that uh, Ewan does this great bit, little apology thing, and yeah, uh, I thought that was really well done. Like, you know, his voice is breaking at the right times and stuff when he says yeah, for all of it. He's selling it well. Isn't he's really he's selling it. Good. Yeah, and the way he calls him Anakin as well. Yeah. So like, it's, it makes sense for him to get, you know, the emotion to hit in the moment he sees his actual face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, fucking hell, that really is you under there, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, um, and you can see that like realization in his. Yeah, in his, his face, eyes. he's really going for it, and it's like, I go, man, George, you, you God, you did waste him a little bit in the prequels, <laughs> didn't you? You should have, like, when he said killing younglings, and it's yeah. like the corniest thing, they were killing yeah. younglings. I'm like, he could have done that line way better. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, what kind of actor goes, I saw my best friend killing a bunch of children and not deliver it well? Yeah. I was like, he could have done it. Like, of course he could. He could have fucking done it. Like, but um, yeah, so he was really, really, like, really great in that moment. And then followed up with probably my favorite line in the whole series now, even though I've had a few lines that I've quite liked. When, um, uh, when I guess Anakin or Darth, whichever, mm. I guess it's Darth Vader from his perspective. But when he says, um, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, and he does this little grin yeah. and goes, I did. And it's like, it's almost like you can tell him he's going, this is going to hurt you. Like yeah, me yeah. saying this is going to fuck with you. And like, I just kind of went, it's really spooky. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I still get some like Hellraiser vibes from these like fucked up Siths. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But but and it's interesting that that sort of he's sort of saying that to like belittle Obi Wan and like you know his emotional journey. Like, yeah, sort of. but at the same time, that's what sort of absolves him. Yeah, of the guilt, you know, because it's like, well, all right, fine, yeah. I mean, yeah, he goes, then my friend is dead then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then he says, uh, goodbye, Darth. And then he's like, all right, fine. I'll I'll call you what you want me to call you. And then he gets really pissed off. He's like, (laughs) Obi-Wan. And you're like, ah, Anakin, like, you still can't do it. Like, you're trying to to do this Sith shit where you're like. Yeah, but you're you're still still a little emotional boy. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, it was good. And I hope, I do hope that some of the people who are obviously a little bit disappointed. And I think being disappointed can be fair. Like, mm. if you're a big fan of Revenge of the Sith, I can understand you. You want you wanted something like that. Could totally understand. Get it. But, you know, I hope some of those people can maybe, once they've maybe, maybe watched it all in one go, try to get it yeah. as a, a thing. I still think it should have been a movie, to be honest. Like, yeah, I th- easily yeah, been a absolutely. film. Absolutely. Yeah, um, 100%. Got to get those Disney Plus subscribers. <laughs> exactly. So, um, like, I think Boba Fett was supposed to be a film. And then obviously that ended yeah. up being a Disney Plus series and shit like that. And it was brilliant. Um, <laughs> that was my word of saying it was shite. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but uh, yeah, I really liked that bit. And it just, I, my point, sorry, is that I hope people will hopefully soften on it over time and kind of go there's a little bit more to it here like yeah i think so i like, well i mean time will tell all all opinions are valid but it's like it's sort of like i was saying to you afterwards the whole thing was not needed no. it was unnecessary and it's sort of like eating loads of sweets yes You're like this is sort of like giving me what i want but i know i shouldn't want it it's like yeah. filling in every gap every little gap that was quite happy to be left and your imagination could have filled it in. I was more than happy. Yeah. It didn't need to be filled, but 
it's quite nice when you're stuffing down sweets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Go on, get him, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. And Show I, the line. Show the line. <laughs> he literally does uh, in two... There's a lot of callbacks in this one. Yeah. A little bit more so than the rest of the show, actually. He says, uh, I will do what I must, which is what he says just before him and Anna can fight. And right, and Sif. Yeah. yeah, he says, uh, only a Sif deals in absolutes. And he goes, yep, yep. I will do what I must. Yeah. And then he does his pose. Yeah. His uh, yeah. general Kenobi pose. And I went, okay, yeah, right, it's fine. Go. Like, I get it. It's cool. Um, no one, it's one of those things where it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And also, well, exactly. it's not, you know, that is part of what his fighting stance at that well, point. Well, exactly. So like, and it's sort of like, that's the moment when he becomes, you know, Obi-Wan again. Obi-Wan again. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or general Kenobi again. He's there to do his fucking job and he's yeah. there to like end this. So, and yeah, it was a, uh, so that stuff was fine. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, Reva went to go, uh, Reva went to go fuck up Luke. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, don't know how she managed that. Yeah. Like, turns out that uncle Ben and aunt Baru, aunt Baru, they're kind pretty of pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Pretty fucking cool. Which I mean, it's strange. Like, yeah. I've never really thought much of them. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. It's, and it's again, it's like sweets, isn't it? You don't need to know that about them, but it's sort of like quite... When fucking, when fucking Aunt Baru got the fucking like, shotgun thing out, <laughs> she's like, we knew this day would come, and I was like, whoa, holy yeah. shit. And then just like, absolutely fucking cold-cocked Reva in the face. Oh, shit. my God, yeah. I was like, I mean, you, went, you went, come on, Baru. <laughs> it was like, I was kind of into it. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, I kind of do like the idea that they, um, you know, aren't completely useless. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, a, I suppose there's a reason why they, they were given to them. I can't remember who they are. Why, so, why is he given to them? So uh, that is, so Uncle Owen is uh, Anakin's uh, stepbrother. Uh, okay. His, um, his, you know, obviously he leaves his mum on Tatooine, doesn't he? Because yes, uh, can't yeah, free yeah, both yeah, of them right, apparently. Right, right, yeah. Um, I still remember a Jedi. You know, Qui Gon literally says, "I didn't come here to free slaves." I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, sorry to inconvenience you." Maybe that's the sort of thing you Jedi should be focusing. Yeah, on. like maybe you should be freeing slaves. Um, he's like, "I can't do both." Yeah, maybe this whole empire wouldn't have happened if you'd just done some fucking good and freed yeah, some slaves. Yeah, like so. I still like, yeah, um, yeah. They can't save his mom. And then in uh, uh, in Attack of Clones, he has dreams about her right. in danger. And it turns out that um, someone bought her. Okay. And uh, from that weird, not Jewish alien. Yeah, first definitely one. not Jewish. Definitely alien. not Jewish. Just to be clear, it's definitely, definitely not. Yeah, it turns out that he freed her and married her. Oh, okay. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They, they, go, they, so they, they go past it pretty quickly. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and I guess, yeah, that was his... Um, okay. I, he, it must have been the kids he'd already had before that marriage. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it. And Aunt Baru's already in it. So they're already dating at that point. So, okay. yeah, she's just sort of in the back. It's the same actress as well. Oh, and, nice. it, and it's the same... Well, sorry, from the prequels. Sorry, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. from A New yeah. Hope. It's also the same actor who plays Uncle Owen in the prequels. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's jo- cool. Is it Joel Egerton? He fucking looks like... Yeah, uh, yeah. The, ...in the originals. And he, I think his name's Joel Ed. Egerton, okay he's he's like an he's an actor actor like he's been yeah, i've seen right. him in loads of shit now and it's like okay yeah and it took me until they announced he was in kenobi to clock that he plays uncle owen okay it was so weird i went oh he's playing uncle owen he looks wait hang on <laughs> yeah because as soon as i noticed the same woman was playing aunt bruce in the series i went no way i was like i've seen him in like 15 fucking films at this point like okay. he's a really good actor yeah i sort of vaguely recognized him yeah yeah um, 
Um, okay. I think it's John. Well, if it's wrong, uh, correct it, maybe. I Don't will give not too correct it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, give him a fake name. Yeah. Um, very, yeah, very funny that um, that they turn out that Amber is a badass. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I wanted to see her denim jacket like she wears yeah. in A New Hope. She's the only denim jacket in the whole of like yeah. Star Wars. It's oh. dead funny. <laughs> and I still can't figure out for the life of me why... <laughs> Like they've never like, please put it in again so it seems less weird. Yeah, like, yeah. You gotta yeah. have to do it. Like, don't make a whole fucking Kenobi show. Like, bring the denim jacket into another character so At we least. can go one more time and go. Oh, okay. So denim is denim stuff. is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Like, um, but uh, yeah, that stuff. I, I guess also Reva was already hurt, so like Owen had a bit of a chance with his fighting. Yeah, that's the way I saw it. Like, yeah, and she sold it well. I thought she was she was doing the good like wounded animal. Yeah. Thing. I what I did notice is the sound of her lightsaber was very like crackly. Yes. And I I seem to remember um in the sequels and talking about um Adam Driver. Oh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren's lightsaber being very crackly because yes. it's like sort of emotion of the rage yeah, and the yeah, uncontrolled yeah. sort of thing and well, his, uh, his kyber crystal was cracked. Oh, really? Um yeah, to show his fragile emotional state. Okay. There's a very funny bit in the comics where they show him forging that lightsaber. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll show you. I'll show you after this. It's a very funny. Well, it just ruined because I did quite like his lightsaber. I thought it was cool. Oh no, it's fine. It's just the image is dead funny. <laughs> okay. It's just shirtless and like <laughs> he's like grabbing his crystal and the because I guess the idea is that you corrupt it using the force. Yeah, uh, like uh, Vader does it in the comics and stuff yeah, to make right. his uh, you know his to red make lightsaber. Red, right. Yeah, and like so he's doing it. And he's thinking about all the people that make him angry. So you've got like you've got Han, you've got Leia, you've got Luke, you've got uh, Lando, uh, and then also Chewbacca. <laughs> and I went, "What the fuck has Chewbacca done to you? What's like, done to anyone? <laughs> exactly." And I was like, "With some reason, I just like I couldn't stop laughing." And as soon as I clocked his little face in the corner of that page, I went, "Oh come on, it's Chewbacca!" Like. He hasn't shot you yet. That comes later. Like, but yeah, I was like, what the fuck is Chewbacca done to you? A little what, dog man? Come on. Aww. Leave him alone. <laughs> like, it's all right. Sure, he's been nothing but fucking lovely to you. Exactly, you little prick. Yeah, Honolulu, sure, they're your parents. They, you know, they exactly, fuck up. You know. What's Chewbacca do? Babysitting on the weekends? <laughs> like, what? Don't let you eat yeah. enough sweets when the mum and dad were away? Like, what? You bastard. <laughs> I wanted that blue milk. Um, do you know where Leia uh, didn't breastfeed him as a kid? Oh, no. Well, That's a real thing. That is, oh, that is actually is in the wiki. I'm not doing a bit. <laughs> I, I was expecting I was expecting a funny bit. No? No, I am lying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> no, that is a lie. I promise. Sorry, I'm trying to gaslight you. Uh, <laughs> you believed it for a second. Because <laughs> you wanted George Lucas was like, you can tell the emotional trajectory of a character if they've been breastfed or not. <laughs> and so like in the Wikipedia, it says like, breastfed it says no <laughs> for each character <laughs> luke yes <laughs> han n slash a <laughs> it hasn't been disclosed i guess I we're know. gonna have to make a han solo show for disney plus to find out whether or not he was breastfed or not yeah i'd watch that what are you on about uh, right, so Dean, it's time to add to our ever-growing list of objectively good tunes. Nice, nice. I can't wait. Yeah. You're objectively good because we do have great taste. We do have great taste. And we were sort of saying earlier, it's, it's quite an unusual <laughs> mix, isn't it? There's yeah. lots of weird time signatures, which yeah. I'm very happy about because 
I love all that nerdy wank. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. um, that's my that's my brother's fault. Like, yeah, right. Growing up with yeah. a musician and stuff who started off with like yeah, metal yeah, and stuff. Like, I wouldn't have known what a time signature was until like. Oh, I love it. Like, yeah, I used to went through a period when I was like sort of late teens, and I uh, was sad and lonely, obviously. Oh, but uh, like that. I mean, no, I was sad oh. and lonely because. I just used to listen to weird music and count oh. it. Oh, right. <laughs> and be like, no, 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 listen though, because this is like 7 8, but then it switches to 9 8, because it's oh, a sort of triplet no. feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck off. This is shit. Go no, away. No, no, someone's going to like this, and I'll get, I'll get, I'll get a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> you watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, in fact, I was trying to do that to Out of Tartarus. And I was oh, trying really? to count it, and it's fucking all over the place, man. Really, really? I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I was sort of thinking. Is this in like twenty one sixteen? I think it sort of might be, but I mean, I, I I'm gonna have to take your word for it because I do not know. We need to get somebody else who like does music to yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and like someone who... you guys can talk about time signatures. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll just like uh, it's just subscriber numbers will just absolutely plummet. It will literally just and you can just record me going <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> well, uh, well, what have you got? What have you well, got uh, well, uh, you hmm. okay? So I. I would like to put a bit of MF Doom. Oh, nice. Okay. Because, oh my God. Like, I'm not, I'm not the world's biggest hip hop head, but, oh my God. I fucking love a bit of MF Doom. Like, yeah. really good. Um, have you, have you heard? I, I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I did not know who he was until, uh, he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was surprising, like, how many songs I actually knew. Yeah, yeah, One of those yeah, things okay, I went, yeah. shit, I was not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I knew his songs. I didn't know he, wear, he, he wears a mask. So, yeah, he wears the mask. And he he has, like, five different names that he releases stuff under. Right, right. And so his whole thing is, like, Doom is this, like, villain. Because it's, like, sort of based on Victor Von Doom from the I Marvel. thought maybe, yeah. I thought, like, maybe... But he sort of steered it into his own character, and um, so he's he just always refers to himself as the villain, like the super villain. So he's always playing a character in all of his like albums and raps as the villain. Right. Like his most famous album uh, is collaboration with Mad Lib uh, called Mad Villainy. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, so he have all these characters, and even in some some tunes, he'll be like playing both the characters there's this great on mad villainy there's a song called fancy clown where he raps as victor vaughn who's the younger like protege of doom right but he basically raps about how doom has stolen his girlfriend and how (laughs) that he wants to go and like smash his tin face in and all this stuff uh it's all like weirdly meta it's like really fucking good (laughs) interesting but his i didn't realize there was such a sort of oh yeah man he's got such a yeah this huge background and you know even things like um he references in some songs that he'll like plan shows like robberies and stuff (laughs) like that so he would send imposters to go and do like gigs for him and then like take the money but because he was in the mask no one would know is that what he actually did yeah yeah so he like lived basically his whole life as like a villain and you know he'd just be like yeah that's what a super villain would do he plans his shows like robberies (laughs) so i i've been to see i went to see him at warehouse project in manchester because Madlib was playing and fucking Doom was playing. I was like, mate, I am going there. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he just like didn't show. And they're like, 
Doom's not here, the villain. <laughs> We're just going to play a video of it <laughs> and stuff like that. And you're like, you can't, you got me. Oh you my fucking got me, man. God. And you, you like, you, you enjoyed it well, because I was, of that? I was really pissed off. <laughs> but then you're like, well, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even his death, man, like he died, I think he died in like October, but they didn't announce it until New Year's Eve. So it's just like motherfuckers. <laughs> like, like, yeah, so everyone's just getting ready to go out, you know, and have. Oh, it was twenty twenty as well, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, and it, making sure that open. Yeah, just one last kick in that fucking year. Making like, sure that you're on the New Year's Eve playlist. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone's going, oh, fuck, I've just done the playlist. Yeah, you've got that one person at the party who always tried to get into the fucking Spotify. Like, yeah. I've sorted it all out. Now we've got to put MF Doom in there. Like, they'll be the ones who count the time signatures. Yeah, like, yeah. Curated it so well to oh, play. And actually, night. you can you can sort of count Doom's rhymes because he's fucking his his delivery and his flow is so interesting because he'll like go over the bar lines loads. It's not just wa da 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 da. You know, he'll like wrap a bar of five and then about a bar of two and then you know all of this sort of weird shit and it's oh, he's just brilliant i first you know i'm i'm not exactly mr underground hip-hop i just first heard him on a <laughs> gorillas album right right i remember like the second gorillas album he was on this song november has come it's like fucking hell man i've never heard rapping like that that's cool and yes. I just heard the word come there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> come, 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 come. Yeah, what's, so what's the song? Uh, so, well, see, I've been umming and ahhing for ages because I just can't really pick one. Oh, okay. But I think I'm going to go with a song called Figaro. Figaro. Yeah, from Mad Villainy. And does it sound like this? It's not an act stack. Forgot about the cackalack, holler back, clack, clack, blocker, villainy. Feel them in your heart, chakra, chart, topper, start, shit, stopper, be a smart shopper. Shot a cop day around the way, about the saber, who to know is too mold, I wonder where the shooter go. About to jet, get them, not a bet, get them. Let them spit the venom, set them, got a lot of shit with them, let the rhythm hit them. Stronger in the other voice, we makes the joints that make them spread them butter moist, man, please. Stage made of panties, from the age of baby hoochies on to the grannies, man, me the dough rake. Daddy, the flow make her fatty shake. Patty cake, patty cake. Is that what it sounded yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Right. sounded exactly like Wicked. that. That was my impression of the song. There. Yeah. So <laughs> that hasn't been clips, guys, by the way. That's just been me singing the songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm quite good. He's quite, really good. Quite talented. <laughs> what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for a song called Sleepy Tea by a band called Chon. Who, nice. uh, they're a, uh, I don't know where they're based. I don't really know anything about them. I don't research either. I just, uh, <laughs> just find bands. Um, but, uh, I, I, I think I might've mentioned already. Sometimes I struggle with lyrics in yeah, songs yeah, okay. for some reason. I mean, if I'm listening to like, you know, if I do listen to like hip hop or anything like that, fine. That's basically what it's all about. Yeah. So like, I'm fine with that. But, um, for some reason I find it very hard to connect with things sometimes. And uh, this is a new thing. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm not a teenager anymore and I don't feel the pain inside. Yeah, you know, right. that sort of thing. I mean, I've got pain inside, but it's not, it's not emotional. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's something, it's creeping. It's but, lower um, back. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, they, they don't really write songs about that shit. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've gotten into instrumental stuff a lot more um, okay. these days. Nice. And uh, China, one of those, they're uh, sort of a, uh, it's, it, I guess it's rock. But it's not particularly heavy. So nice. a lot of sort of like clean guitars, stuff like that. It's um just from my it's very summery, uh, at least in my opinion. It's like when I started listening to it. I can't what the album's called, but it's got palm trees on it, it's that sort of shit. Lovely. Yeah, they um they often get mixed up with another band called Polyphia, 
which um, are, are kind of the heavier version of, of Chon, I would say. Okay. Um, there's kind of this. How are you spelling Chon? C H O N. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice um, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's uh, and they're very like they're just very chill. Like that, you'll have to check out their time signatures. I don't know, but I know I definitely know the time is a bit fucky and can change all the time. Okay, cool. They're um, they're also big. Uh, they're big uh, gamers and stuff. They love um, Super Smash Brothers and things like that. One nice. of their oldest, like, tour posters uh, was with another band, and it was called, like, Versus, you know, whatever. And it was supposed yeah, to be, yeah, like, okay. a, you know, supposed to look like a Super Smash Brothers thing. And uh, But one thing they do, and, and they do it in this song, is that they sneak in a little um, Zelda reference in the middle of the song. Yeah, mm. it's very subtle. Nice. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit, um, it's from the game uh, Zelda Twilight Princess. It's a bit called Minna's Lament. Um, yeah, it's like ding, 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 ding. It just comes in, and then all of a sudden the song kicks back in. They just do it a few times, and I went, "Why'd you do that?" And that was the first song I heard from them. And I went, "I think I was listening to. I think Carla showed it me actually." And I went, "That's Midna's Lament from Twilight Princess." And Carlos went, "Oh yeah, they're big video game people. They do this shit all the time." And yeah, and I've obviously gone through all their albums now, and like every once in a while they get. They don't do it like all like yeah yeah yeah. constantly. But there are a lot of Zelda references in there. It's mainly Zelda, which I think okay. is quite fun. Um, but yeah, it's just a gorgeous, fun little song. And uh, it also does one of those things where if you think the song's over and then it suddenly isn't. Oh, for a little, you little boy. Yeah, you get cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> like almost to the point where it sounds like a different song. Yeah, but right. It's, but it's very chirpy. It's got a very sort of, I don't know, I think it's happy. And I, I think it's summery. Obviously, anyone who's listening can go, it's not fucking summery at all. Fuck. I was yeah, sat and having a barbecue and my dad yeah. just started crying. Um, <laughs> like, but um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm i big on them. And like I say, Polyphia are another one, but um, maybe I'll recommend them a few, you know, a few episodes down the line. But um, okay. yeah, they're great. I, uh, nice. That sounds good to me. Let's yeah? have a listen. that justice was that a good impression yeah that's a really good impression thank you yeah i got a bit of a sore throat now Mm -hmm. um i should probably stop doing that you should probably just go on wherever you steal music from um, (laughs) i don't steal it i uh sample it under uk fair dealing copyright law for review and critique what are you on about so that was that. That was, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, that was another episode of, I, I don't know. Fucking goodness. Yeah, good. It was brilliant. Yeah. It's the best yeah. thing you're going to hear all week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let us know how brilliant it is uh, by getting uh, in touch with us either at Twitter, which is what are you on a boot? Oh, yeah. I'll stick that in the description as well. Oh, you. nice. Uh, and uh, if you want to uh, email us about anything, you know, be horrible to us like Paddington Bear did, then email us at uh, what are you on about babes at gmail.com. Yep. And other than that, uh, leave us alone. Yeah. Fuck off.